0: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast to put the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Heyo, welcome back everybody to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. I'm your host, Shane Lakita, and we're back together again for another ride in the saddle, another way to be able to connect with each other. Another moment in time that we can get together to be able to talk about life in general all around. And I know that there's a lot of folks that are on this podcast right now that are longtime listeners, people that have been around for years and years, to be honest with you, right from the beginning. And then there's also a lot of newer folks, a lot of folks that I've met through TikTok, Instagram, Clubhouse, and all these other applications and platforms that are getting together with me to be able to connect on a deeper level and we are sharing our stories and sharing best practices towards moving forward in a space that we can be the best version of who we want to be. So welcome to all you new folks. This is kind of the, the whole setup of the whole entire podcast. Basically, it's me wrapping into a microphone for about 30 minutes or so with my thoughts on the day and where I'm going and the journey that I'm on and things like that. It started off way back in the day as a as a, a strictly a weight loss podcast and has become so much more than that over time and throughout the whole entire period of the journey that has become more about self-help, more about being better, about being the best version of ourselves and everything else. So welcome aboard. And for those long timers, I want to I just express something really quickly before we get into the body of this podcast for the long termers I appreciate you you've been around since day 1 or right near the beginning you've been a supporter of mine you've shared the podcast you've you've given it to family and friends and you've done everything possible some of you bought merchandise and even more specifically I want to celebrate in the fact that I have a group of people called the patrons of the show now, if you don't know, I do set up a page called the Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk. And basically what that is, is people sign up to be able to join in and donate to the show. Now they can choose anywhere between a $2 donation a month to a $5 donation a month or a $10 donation a month or whatever your, your fancy gives you. And then these folks donate to this podcast every single month. And I'm humbled and amazed with the fact that somebody or anybody would invest in me that way for me to continue to invest back in them. So you get little things like maybe some uh, special podcast or you get some tchotchkes and some merchandise for doing it. But on the same token, it's just appreciated so much. So recently, uh, over the last week or so, I've been able to take a lot of the earnings from that Patreon page and turn it into a Roadcaster mixer board for my podcast to be able to help me with introductions and making sure that I got sound effects and be able to move things forward and the quality of the sound to be better. And I also was able to invest in a brand new Shure microphone, the SM7B, which is an amazing microphone in general. And hopefully you guys can help see some of the quality in the audio of what that sounds like for me. So with that being said, Thank you so much to my patrons. Thank you so much. If you're interested, please sign up and hop right in there and you'll be able to find out all the details for how to become a patron and, uh, you know, just support the show in general so that way we can keep on elevating and then having a better version of this podcast over and over and over again. Okay. All right. So now we're going to get right into the body of this podcast. I want to be able to just bring, I want to preface it a little bit, okay? I want to preface why I'm going into this topic because I feel like it's something that's very important. And it's a word that we use so often in the whole grand scheme of things. And it's called, it's the prefix of the word called re. Now, let me share something with you. So we're having some dialogue. We're on Clubhouse and we're jamming out. And one of my good friends named Greg Runge was on there. If you guys know him, he's a dancing guy that goes crazy and does a lot of really great things and shares a lot of really great insights and supports a lot of people and initiatives and causes over on TikTok. So he was basically having a conversation and we were jamming out. And basically what he said was, is that his part of his journey that he's at right now is that he's in the re-phase. He's in the refocusing phase or the realignment phase. And so it got us really thinking. He said, it's not really necessarily those individual words, but it's more about the word re. And what he said was, the most important part of where we're at in our journeys is, is where are we in the re phase? Now, of course, it got me thinking, and I'm thinking to myself, how is this relatable to the things that we're trying to be able to bring to the table? How is this relatable to our journeys and becoming best versions of ourselves and all those things? How does this all matter and how does it all come into play? Well, the re-aspect of it can come in many different forms or fashions. So think about it. If you're in a weight loss journey and you're going through and you are trying to lose weight, you're putting the work in, you're eating right, you're doing everything you need to do, right? And then you lose track. And you're going down the road and you gain some weight, COVID comes around, you're gaining 20 pounds, stresses happen, life happens, all the crap happens that's thrown at your face and everything else. And you're diving into all of these different things, and then which in turn makes you dive into bad foods and stress eating and all that good stuff. And so we end up oftentimes going, oh, you know what, wait a minute, I've got to refocus my journey. I have to revamp what I'm working with and revamp what I'm trying to be able to do here in this weight loss space of what I'm trying to do. And so the term is, the re part of it is the hard part. The re part of it is the refocus, the re aspect of what we're talking about here. And you'll see by all these different little aspects and little things that I'm sharing with you right now, how important the word re really is. Now, Many of us are on journeys together, whether it's weight loss, whether it's fitness, whether it's financial, whether it's success, whether it's whatever it is, across the board, we're all in this journey together. And so we collectively all are trying to be able to get through and go from one place to the next and be able to do all the things that we have to do. And so as we're grinding and as we're going throughout, what happens? A lot of times we go throughout a whole entire day or throughout a whole entire situation, w- wasting our batteries down. We're grinding, we're making things happen. We're doing everything we have to do to be able to try to make things happen. And we're, and we're and we're and we're investing in ourselves. We're investing in people around us. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We're 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 emptying our bucket left and right. And then what happens a lot of times we get drained and we don't really know what direction to move in. We don't know what to do. So what happens? We end up having to re energize. There's another re-word, right? Re-energize. So we take the re and we put it in front of energize and we need our batteries to be recharged. There's another re-word for you. So you can see where I'm going with this. The re-word is the most important part of what we're trying to do. And the reason that I'm sharing this with you is because I don't want you to shy away from using the word re. And I'll, I'll explain that to you of why I say that. How often is it that we in weight loss journey or any of these journeys that we're talking about here that we say we're going to have to refocus or refire or reposition or recalibrate or readjust all these different things that we're trying to be able to do? And how often do we feel guilty about doing just that? How often do we feel guilty about having to go down the road of going, okay, you know what? I'm doing all this stuff, I'm spent, my batteries are drained, and I don't know what other direction to move in. I don't know how to be able to move forward, so I'm really really tired and exhausted and I just need to step away and recharge my batteries. Now, a lot of us have said that. Not now most of us don't do it, but a lot of us have said that. And so when you recharge your batteries, you're reinvigorating your life. You're reinvigorating your journey, you're reinvigorating your focus, right? You're reinvigorating all the things that you're trying to be able to accomplish because you're exhausted and you're tired and you're spent and listening to your body, listening to your mind and listening to everything that's going on around you is super important when it comes to the success of your journey in general. And understanding that it's time for you to recharge or refocus or redo your batteries is an important part of the journey as well. And it's not anything to, sh- to shake a stick at. It's not anything to feel embarrassed about. Too often we feel so embarrassed because we have to refocus something or we have to redo it because we have might have failed or we, we think we have failed at our last attempt. So many people shy down that direction of not wanting to be able to admit the fact that they were maybe wrong or maybe they didn't focus where they needed to or maybe something happened and it came up to be in the fact that we're in this space where we're driving down the road and we're we're, we're part of a family or our friends group that don't necessarily believe in the fact that failure is an option. When in all actuality, failure is a success at times. I've had a podcast about this in the past as well. But at the end of the day, just because you're focusing on yourself and adjusting and pivoting and doing everything you need to do does not make you less of a person because you're doing that. As a matter of fact, it makes you stronger. As a matter of fact, it makes you more rich in the fact that you are adjusting and pivoting, listening to your body, listening to what's going on around you, and you're reigniting the passion, another reword, you're reigniting the passion to go down the road of doing everything that's necessary for you to do. Now, listen, guys, we're, we're in a space where we have to adjust. We have to pivot. We have to redo things. We have to do this. If we go down the same linear path of everything that we're trying to be able to do and we're never making adjustments and we're never pivoting and we're never moving around and we're never challenging ourselves and we just continue to go down, go down one line of a road, we're never going to be successful at anything we're trying to be able to do. Because life isn't a linear space. Life is not a linear line, right? It's not just one way. It's not just a one-way ticket to get to where you got to get to. Life is layered. Life is an onion with many things you've got to peel back and be able to get through and adjust and go to and all those things. Life can be hard at times and you've got to adjust to be able to adhere to it and focus on it and deliver on it. But if you think it's just one shot and one way, you're you're sadly mistaken. That's not the case. And that's not the way it's going to be. No matter how much you try to make it that way, no matter how much you try to be able to say, okay, you know what? This is the space that I'm in and this is where I'm going to be planted here. I want to make sure that I'm going to keep moving forward in this space. No matter how much you try to be able to do so, life is going to deal you a set of cards that goes left turn Clyde, right turn Clyde, overs, unders, bumpy roads and everything else. And you've got obstacles and you've got stuff you've got to overcome and adhere to. So replanning, another reword, replanning is important because if you've got a plan in place of the things you want to be able to do, it's going to take adjustments for you to be able to come up with a plan B, a plan C, and a plan D, and then implement those when the time does come to Come around to playing in those spaces. So replanning is something that you should still feel proud about doing, even if your original plan didn't work. And we often do it. We do it so often. We belittle ourselves. We berate ourselves. We doubt ourselves. We do all these things that are talking down to the fact that we're actually improving ourselves and our behaviors and our habits. But instead, because it ends up being a quote unquote failure, if you couldn't see me do the air quotes and uh, behind my microphone here because we consider ourselves to be a failure, then we get down on ourselves. Or we don't want to tell anybody about those readjustments and those replannings and those refocuses because we don't want anybody looking poorly at the journey that we're on because maybe they see somebody that's strong and independent and and, and runs free and is, and, and is a, just all put together across the board. When in all actuality, that's not the case. That's what the facade is. That's what they see. That's what they see on social media. That's what they see on Instagram. That's what they see on TikTok. And they're like, wow, this person's really got it together. But then the second that they see something bad happen or an adjustment have to be made or they're have, you know, being open towards the fact that tears are flowing, they're like, wait a second. Wait a second. You're, you're Mr. Positive or you're Mrs. Positive. And you're supposed to be where you need to be. And we live, we try to live up to those expectations. So we don't want people to see us in those weak and vulnerable moments. When in all actuality, those weak and vulnerable moments make you approachable, make you relatable. They make you, they make people understand your plight and your journey. And that way, when you do have to refocus and refire and readjust, readjust, there's another one, and readjust, you're ready. And they accept it because they know, I get it. I need to do the same. And you may inspire somebody else to actually do the same. How incredible is that? So at the end of the day, when you're looking at all of these things that we're talking about here, don't be afraid to use the reword to fix a situation. How about in creativity? I'm an artist. I'm proud to call myself an artist for a long period of time. I was just doing digital work and I'm sitting there saying to myself, I just do avatars and I'm doing some digital work in general. And I, I, I had many, many people, a bunch of haters that had hopped on to a lot of my posts and say, you're not really an artist dude. Or they'd laugh at me. They say artists really. And I'm like, oh man, you know, wow, thanks. You know, thanks for that vote of confidence and reinforcement. But at the same token, oh, reinforcement is another reward. So, but at the same token, I know that I'm an artist, and I know that I do really good for people, and I'm getting better and better as I go throughout the whole entire time. But here's the thing. Artistry and creativity, there's a lot of readjustments that come into play. There's a lot of realignments. There's another a word for you. Another reali- there are a lot of realignments in the, in, the, in the whole structure of creativity because you're your own worst critic. And what you have to align yourself with is what are you doing the art for? Is it a personal, just a, a adventure for yourself? Is it a journey that you just want to be on that you want to do some art and be able to create it? Are you, do you want to do it for business and for a lifestyle and those kind of things? Where's your, where's your alignment lie and where are you going to want to go with that creativity that you're trying to bring to the table? So creativity can come in all kinds of forms like music or art or, or painting or singing, or baking, or cooking, or any of these things. Creativity doesn't just come in the form of an art form. It comes in the form of everything that uses your brain, that you can paint a picture, or do something creative, and put something in front of somebody else or yourself, and be proud of that product as you're going along. But your realignment has to happen, because you are going to have to adjust throughout your journey. Again, it's not linear. You can't just go down the road of one way if you're an artist that wants to do it for a living and think that that one way is going to be successful because it worked for Joe Schmo down the road or it's worked for you in the past. You have to adjust. You have to pivot. You have to jump up and down. You have to go left and right. You have to do the things that are necessary for you to change it up. You have to meet the needs of the customers that change every single day. A customer last week may want something that is a watercolor that has all kinds of different pretties, purples and pinks and blues. But this week, because they heard something or because they're in a different mood, their needs have changed and they want something different like oils and pastels to be able to be painted on the thing because they're in a different type of mood. So you have to adjust and you have to pivot and you have to realign yourself for what you're really trying to be able to do so. But if you're doing art just to be able to satisfy your own need, then by all means, keep continuing to move forward but they're still in alignment with that part too. Are you looking to be better with every single creation that you make? Are you looking to create uh, different parts, pieces of art for you to be able to improve on your skill set? Or are you just settling in on doing what you know and continuing moving forward with that straight linear line that we're talking about? So you guys can see where I'm going with this. The word re is not a bad thing. As a matter of fact, the word re is like the word refresh. Oh, another word. Refreshing things matters. Refreshing things gives you the opportunity for you to be able to take something that's stagnant and old or is mundane or cyclical or just keeps going down the same path and you refresh it to change it up, change your perspective, change your lens, change the way you look at things, change the way you your overall feeling of anything you're working with is refreshing matters. If you have to move out of the town that you currently live in, that you've been living in for a long period of time, just based on the fact of it doesn't work for your needs, but you continue to live there because of whatever it is, normalcy or whether it's just been consistency or you don't feel like moving or whatever else, but you know by moving is going to better your life and your family's life or whatever, then you have to do that. You have to readjust the way that you think about things. One of the questions came up on our clubhouse. We were sitting there having a conversation this morning, and it was about going for your dreams and being able to adjust accordingly when your dreams aren't necessarily achievable at this time. That whole re-section of dream setting and goal setting is one of the most important things to take into consideration. Realign, readjust, and re-heighten, and re focus your goals to meet the needs of what you're specifically trying to be able to achieve. Don't just set the goal because somebody else told you to. Don't just set the goal because that's what you used to do. And don't just set the goal because this is way what has worked for you in the past. Because as you age and as you get older, your body changes, your mind changes, everything changes around you. And so again, that linear place that you're sitting at with your goals and your dreams does not work and you have to adjust and you have to pivot and you have to uh, overcome adversity and keep keep on moving forward in a space where you know you're investing in yourself and the people around you. It's so important. It's one of the most important things that we can do. To continue to be agile with our goal setting and the direction that we want to set ourselves moving forward is one of the most important things that we can do. And not just getting stuck in our ways. Here's another thing that came up in a conversation on Clubhouse. I was talking to my buddy Greg again. He's pretty insightful, as you could tell. And one of the things that he said was, and I want you to hear this, okay? Anybody that has social media, anybody that has internet, anybody that has any of these platforms that they use, and their kids are on their tablets, and the kids are on their phones, and whatever else. The conversation came up where a dad was on there, and the dad had said, you know, I try to get on my kids to go outside. I try to get them to be social, to go out and do the things that they have to do, and just be involved, and be in the moment, and go out there and get away from the tablet, get away from the Xbox, get away from the PlayStation, get away from all these different platforms and do everything you need to do to make sure that you continue to play in the space of being successful, but you know, exercise your brain rather than just playing video games all the time, right? And this was something that they were talking about. And so Greg said, "You know, we have to readjust the way that we look at our kids. We have to readjust the way that we handle the situations because if you think about it, most adults, most adults, not all of them, I get it. Some adults are not, are very anti social media and don't really want to be on any of it. But there's a lot of different social media platforms like Facebook, like Instagram, like Twitter, and all these different places where a lot of adults hang out. And it's part of their social grouping. And so what he had said was, is give your kids some grace because this is their social media. This is where their social happens. They're sitting in a room on Xbox with 40 of their friends and they're hanging out and they're having a great time because we're socially distanced or because we're quarantined or because we're boxed in. And this is how they've, decided that this is the direction they're going to do to be able to stay social and stay connected. And who are we to be able to keep going down that linear path of being stubborn and being an a-hole of understanding that you've just got to do it this way because my dad taught me that way. Go outside, play outside, get away from the games, go outside, stop being lazy, go out and be with friends. If The social aspect of it is so much different. Well, today's so different, guys, right? And Greg was so spot on when he said, We have to give them grace and we have to look at how we parent these days differently than what we did before. We're readjusting, we're refocusing, and we're realigning with the way that our kids are responding to today. And as we all know, with this whole quarantine piece and the kids are going to start coming out of quarantine and we're going to start getting back into a normal society, our kids, this is going to be part of the norm. So mom and dad, when you're out there, understand that this dynamic of where we're at right now is part of their new social medium. It's part of their new social consistency. They're going to be playing in this space from this point moving forward because it's easy and it's friendly and they can have conversations and they can do the things that they want to do and be social without actually having to go out to places just like I am on Clubhouse and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. I'm social because I'm not going to the bar to hang out to have a happy hour beer or I'm not going out to different places to be able to do whatever it is to meet with my friends or whatever because my social is right here in this space on the internets and the clicking and the webs, right? And so at the end of the day, all of us have to adjust readjust, repivot, refocus, and then reward yourself for doing good things and continuing to move forward. Stop beating yourself up or your kids' selves up for being online. Now, I know they say it's not very healthy for you to be on the, the phones all the time and the tablets. I get all that. But at the end of the day right now, in the space that we're playing in, What's the worst that's going to happen versus them trying to be out there catching viruses and whatever else that goes on? What's the worst? And as we move forward, don't you want your kid to be social? You think of it as something that's antisocial, with the kid's locked into a uh, his room with you know no lights on and a Call of Duty or or whatever other gaming platform that he's playing with, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, he's a he's a recluse and he's you know he's stuck in there and he's whatever. But if you put your ear on the door and you listen to some of the conversations that he's having with some of his friends, yes, yeah, some of them may be inappropriate and some of them may be off off color. But here's the thing: he's socializing. He's socializing like you socialize. He's hanging out with his friends like you would hang out with your friends. He's doing the things just like you would do, just in a different fashion, in a different form. So open your ears and open your eyes and readjust your lens to be able to know that you need to support the kids nowadays and be a part of that journey with them. I think it's amazing that I can turn on my TikTok and see that I have 63,000 people, which is humbling and amazing and blows me away all the time. But I know that my son... And his friends all know me as Liquid Cheno right? And they literally, sometimes making fun of him, of course, because that's just what boys do and that's just what friends do. But at the end of the day, they all look look to me and say, man, this guy, he's he's, he's grinding. He's on a podcast. He does, he does social media. He does TikToks. He does Facebook. He does has a group called No Finish Line Nation. He's got all this different stuff that he's trying to be able to run and continue to play in the space of and continue to move down the road of. And he's grinding. And so I love it because they kind of go, well, that's not like a normal, typical 47-year-old man that's doing stuff like that, but he is, and that's pretty cool, right? So it's my way to relate. So my son now has a podcast. He hops on there, and he's on there with three other boys, and they talk about music. They talk about hip-hop, and they talk about rap, and they talk about rock, and you know, they're doing these reviews of different stuff, and here I am giving him tips and pointers on how to do so because I'm relating to what he's talking about. I'm opening my eyes and my ears to adjust to the to to, to be able to do so. My father did not necessarily do that. My father was very rigid when it came to that kind of stuff, very closed-minded and very, you know, very stern about certain things, and that's the way that he was. And that's okay. That made it right for him. But today we're changing. And today is a different world. We can't raise our kids just based on how we were raised because it's a different world so you have to readjust and re-pattern your behaviors right and retrain is another one another reword retrain your brain to think to yourself how do I respond to this do I respond to it like my dad would with a belt and and have a conversation or do I respond to it to be able to sit down and have a conversation and talk it through and have an adjustment period or really, really discuss it or get the help for our children or ourselves that we necessarily need in this pandemic and in a place where we know we need some help mentally, right? We have to readjust, retrain ourselves. Based on the fact that I have 47 years of experience in my life, I grew up in the military family with a military background. I was also in the military, so it's very rigid at times. It's very staunch, and my family has a hard time understanding that I have democratic type of views. I'm not a Democrat, but I'm a middle-of-the-roader, and I have some views that are democratic type of views, but I also have very conservative views on certain things, but my family can't understand that. Because that's not the way we've always done it. It's not who we are. It's not fiscally responsible. It's not conservative enough because we're military. It's changing, guys. You can't be stuck in one way. You just can't do it. It doesn't work. You have to adjust. You have to realign. Refocus. Retrain yourself. Not based on the stodgy old ways of what we've been doing it, but how about the new ways of doing it? Where it takes collaboration. It takes change. It takes pivoting. It takes adjustment. All these things, guys, right? So I feel that this word or this prefix of re is so important. So what you can do is, if you think about it, write down those words during those times when you need to be able to change things up. And you got to refocus, or you've got to realign, or you've got to redo, refix, readjust. Set those goals and redo those. Do what it takes, and don't feel bad about doing it. You know why? Because you deserve it. You're worthy of taking the time that's necessary for you to adjust your goals and your aspirations, and your dreams as you see fit. And don't just stay on one path because you think that that's the path you have to get to. Adjust your goals. Right-size them. If they're too big, shrink them down some or put them on the big board and know that one day I'll get there, but I've got to get to these smaller goals to get to the big one. Refocus the way you're looking at things. Does that make sense? Because it hit me right in the face when Greg was talking about both of those things. One of them, the word re in his life where he's at a re-focused stage. And the other part was around how we talk to our children and how we treat our children during this whole social media age and YouTube age and Discord age and Twitch age. And if you don't know what those are, and you're on this app or you're on this podcast right now, you don't know what those apps are, I suggest you figure it out and you go to find it. Get uncomfortable. Do what you have to do. Listen, the more you're involved and the more you talk to your kids about things that they can relate to, the better off they're going to be, the better off you're going to be, so that way you're not so off out in left field that you don't have any way or any kind of play in, in understanding what they're doing and how they talk and, and the language that they use and the things that they're doing. Be involved, refocus and retrain the way that you've been doing it because they're changing. And if you don't change with them, where will they go and what will happen? Right? Guys, I love all of you. I think you all are fantastic. And I think that you're important to me. And I just wanted to share that with you because I feel as if a lot of us are in this place where we need to refocus, we need to refire, we need to reprocess recalibrate all these things, right? Let's do it together. I'm in it with you. I love all of you, and we'll talk soon, okay? Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.